Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Afternoon to you. Happy Friday. Welcome. It's the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Remember, the keyword is comedy. That is the word you need, your keyword, when you go to MyTalk1071.com and buy your $35 reserve seat tickets for My Talk Down and Dirty, the comedy show, coming up on Friday, April 5th. Don't keep putting it off. You're going to be gone and you'll feel bad. That's true. Thank you so much. All right. So, um, Blake Lively, uh, um, I just adore her. I do do love her. I love her. I've loved her since Gossip Girl. Yeah, she's great. Serena was just my she. I just there was something. Anyway, I find her to be charming and delightful. I liked her in the uh, Traveling Pants movies, oh, and so I remember great. always thinking, "What happened to this woman?" And it took a, there was a little bit of a gap between the Traveling Pants movies and Gossip Girl yes. to hit, and yeah. everybody else kind of found their groove except yeah. for Blake Lively, and then it. now she has blossomed. And and she she's that rare, really beautiful girl who's also really actually nice and super fun. Yes, and not snotty. Right. Yeah. I mean, it kind of. <laughs> It, it's a little rare sometimes it is a little in Hollywood. Rare sometimes with the, the 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 blessedly beautiful people like that. Anyway, but she's just darling, and she has been making the rounds uh, because it is fall. We do have a lot of movies that are uh, coming out, and she is promoting a simple favor. And last night she was on with Fallon in his Central Park show, and they did their musical game, and it was Carrie Underwood. And was she wearing a beautiful suit because she's been wearing so many beautiful suits on this press tour? Yeah. Yes, she was wearing a beautiful suit, and um, in fact, this first cut we're going to hear from Blake Lively, she at the premiere on Wednesday night in New York of A Simple Favor, she's with Ryan Reynolds, and they take a, you know, they're just taking a photo in the room, maybe it's going to be on the Insta, here's the glam thing, and she's wearing a men's suit, and it's a black tailored tuxedo, and then in the flash, when they look at it, because I guess, you know, and that, you know, or how are they figured maybe even on the camera? I, I don't know if they, what do you think? They're taking it with the real camera to get the true look? Because a phone won't give you the flash. It's, well, probably well, some kind of filter, maybe. Well, on the but she realized that you could see through her top. Ooh, yeah. You can see, and she wasn't wearing a bra. It was sort yeah. of like this fitted, yeah. you know. Translucent fabric. But it didn't look like it. It looks completely black. You know, you'll but see that. And you take the photograph this is a common a common thing so so anyway do we have the part of the story where she's trying to get something from the hotel no it just picks up with i was on the red carpet okay so anyway she's calling she's asking for duct tape (laughs) or some kind of duct tape so she can just cover her stuff just cover everything up and the jacket kind of came over and anyway so she had and all they had were was um like the clear Plastic shipping tape, which oh. is crinkly. Oh, you know, no. duct tape at least will it will flatten out. But this yeah. is like she'd be that crinkly, stick, that yeah, yeah, sticky yeah. sound. So now, and there's nothing. There's no. She can't. She doesn't have any other clothes. And I don't know. I just envision they just must get dressed at a suite that's like 
right next to the theater. I think so. You know, totally. And um, so anyway, so here now she's having all this paranoia that she's going to the red carpet and the photographer's flashes are going to see. So she's worried about how she's standing and not put her arms out. Here we go. So I'm on the red carpet and then this guy goes, Blake, Blake, your tits are amazing. Wait, what? Right? And I was like, wait, what? Excuse me? And he was like, your tits are amazing. And I was like, are we saying that? Like, is this like, have you been on Google in the past year? Like, this is not okay. (laughs) (laughs) And the woman's like next to him goes, well, I mean, they are. And I was like, well, thank you, <laughs> but, but, uh, and he's like, and your husband's tweets are even better. And I was like, oh, t- tweets. Oh, Twitter. tweets. Oh, my, my God. Tweets. My tweets are amazing. Say, my tweets. Your t- your t- your t- tweets are amazing. Yeah. Your tweets are amazing. Yeah. Like, tweets. Oh, okay. Now, much yeah. better. Yeah. By the way. I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I was like, I was so relieved that it was about my mind. And then after I was like. But like, how are my, like, how are they? <laughs> yeah, enough about my tweets, yeah. Let's Who talk cares about, about what's in a woman's head? How are my... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, but what about what, what, what Yeah, this? oh, she's just, she's just darling. Yeah. And, you know, he says, you know, and her husband, Ryan Reynolds, and the crowd just goes crazy, you know. And anyway, but here she is talking about her, uh, the movie A Simple Favor, which is sitting at 80% on Rotten Tomatoes oh, from great. the critics and 89% from the audience. And let's let's hear it from Blake Lively. Let's talk about the movie, uh, uh, A Simple Favor. This is Paul Feig. Uh, this guy directed uh, Bridesmaids. I mean, super funny guy. Oh, is that what made you do the movie? Well, yeah, I mean, I found out Paul Feig was doing another movie and I said, yes, I want to do it. He didn't even want me to do it at this point. But I was like just tracking him down and then I read, finally got to read the script and and the script was a a thriller. So that was a little confusing to me because he's like such a funny director. And so I said, you know, what what is this? Because the script is definitely like a twisting, turning, intense thriller. Is it a comedy or a thriller? And he said, yes. So, so then every day on set, I was like, uh, so, like is, is today it a comedy, a comedy or, or is it a thriller? And it's a good mix and it's of both. Like, yeah, it's, it's like really kind of over the top and campy and trashy and fun and like, it's you know, com- kind of like my outfit, I guess. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's like, I say like Gone Girl kind of mixed in with like a, a good... With like, Dynasty. <laughs> Dynasty, but really funny. Yeah, it's so funny. funny in the movie. And oh, I was at the wardrobe. It's always great your wardrobe, but in this movie, uh, on top of it is is beautiful. But then it's real. It's there's so many twists. Okay, Daddy, well, we're, we're done with him. We're done with him. I can't take. I can't take. We're only here for Blake. I, I guess you. this is this was this movie is based on a novel. Yeah. If you read it, the simple. Um, a simple favor by Darcy Bell and Colin, or excuse me, Katie Walsh for the Star, Star Tribune said um, that this is a soapy, stylish, and sexy female-driven thriller. The performers' slick, slick execution and pop art style make it a delightfully fun and kitschy ride. I'm here for it. I am here for I it too. I want kitsch. I want fun. And I guess uh, you know, um, there's a. Um, like Anna Kendrick plays the the single mommy vlogger raising her son. Her mm-hmm. husband's k- killed in an accident, and she's shunned by the other parents that are they're really catty. Like a- Andrew Rennell's mm. is one of them. I love him. He's yes. so funny. Kelly McCormick and just the cast, and it's very sexy, very stylish. And Blake Lively, uh, her husband in the movie is played by Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians. Oh. He plays Nick. 
So it sounds like this movie is going to be really delicious. 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 Campy. It's a stylish mommy noir spell strengthened by potent performances from Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. People love it. So if you are uh, looking for a movie this weekend because you feel like you're going to be hot, hot, hot and... You've already seen Crazy crazy Rich Asians. And you need something else because you've already seen it three times to go see this one. Um, I love this. uh, Sheila O'Malley, who writes for RogerEbert.com, she just writes, what a relief to watch a film unafraid of letting its hair down. (laughs) You know? It's just... So, yeah, people are liking it. Sexy, funny. Sexy, funny. Some of the ways people describing this movie. Yeah, so that's happening. Carrie Underwood showed up. Um, she was, you know, you could see Carrie her little Underwood. baby bump a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't real compared to Blake Lively. Carrie Underwood was just like milk toast, kind of like, okay, hey, kind thanks of. for showing up and singing yeah. your song. Appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and she did, she did have a funny story. She had to cancel a couple dates in Germany on her tour because she got a viral infection and she was hospitalized. Ooh. And then trying to, and then she did have a cute story about the one phrase she would say, which, because she was there for a couple days and it was the German for please no meat. <laughs> she doesn't eat no meat. meat. Please yeah. no meat. Oh. Well, you could take that <laughs> yeah, any number kind of, of ways. That was kind of a cute. <laughs> she said that in uh, the Reaper Bond in Hamburg. Please it, no meat. <laughs> please no meat. There you go. And then the other uh, couple movies opening this week, uh, The Predator is getting savage. Yeah, well, 34%. The Philadelphia Inquirer gave it two and a half star, but the overall critics are not liking it. It'll make a ton at the box office it will. regardless. Well, of course it will. It's, it's like, like last Meg. weekend with The the nun, the nun which was because nun, right, for the yeah. high school kids, for the kids. Yeah. yes kids always need a place to make out and if yes. it's with the predator yep fa- fantastic that's fine there are some good actors in the predator too yeah this i know sterling k brown yeah is but in those it? they just wanted the money well, that's get true. the money get the money yeah. and run. you're right white boy rick which is the true story um about this teen drug kingpin um, called, his name was Rick Wersha. They called him White Boy Rick, anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, the Star Tribune, they liked it. They gave it three out of four stars, and that's at 62%. Um, they're kind of calling it a gritty father-son story, but the movie that the critics are going crazy for, and they can't figure out how to describe, is Mandy. The Nicolas Cage movie. Really? Yeah, they are calling it his most insane hell-raising performance yet. Um, Okay, that's saying something. Listen to how it's described. Mandy is the greatest psychotropic prog metal blood orgy revenge nightmare ever committed to film. I've been waiting for one of those. And if you saw this guy's uh, 2011 (laughs) cult hit Beyond the Black Rainbow, you will know uh, uh, that what a mind-melting movie maker he is. It plays like a dark, depraved LSD nightmare. I might be in for Was this. your aim to replicate a psychedelic trip of making people want to... No, 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 I wasn't doing that, but it was just... Anyway, they the reviews, they don't even know how to review it, but the critics love it so much. 95%. Oh, my gosh. I oh, would love to find this. I don't think it's playing in the Twin Cities yet. Not yet. Not no. yet. Mm-mm. But I'm looking at the stills, mm-hmm. and the first one that comes across is Nicolas Cage... Covered in blood. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's also Nicolas Cage 
with some kind of gag in his mouth. Also, uh, Nicolas Cage wielding some kind of weapon with aviator glasses. And then somebody, oh my gosh. Well, okay. nobody plays Cray Cray better no, than Nicolas Cage. No, Nicolas Cage finally meets a director that's as willing to go over the top as he yes. is. I don't know that I'm ever going to see this movie, but I just am intrigued at the description of the greatest psychotropic prog metal blood orgy revenge nightmare ever. <laughs> I will try to find this movie. I will watch it for you, Lori. Will and, you? I will, and I will try to give you a review. Oh my okay. gosh. I'll try. And oh Mandy my. has one of the all time greatest chainsaw fights ever in a oh, movie. Yes. Why? Right. My nephews. Are going to go crazy <laughs> wanting to see this movie. Oh, oh. Uh, anyway, and Donnie posted us a photo of Johnny Depp looking dapper at the airport, looking like a, oh. a, a 1920s mobster well, in that, his getup. That is conservative for Johnny for Depp. Johnny, it is. All right, yeah. listen, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth. Hi, girls. Hello. How are you? Julie Chen, Julie Chen Moonves. Julie Chen Moonves. Oh. I now go by Elizabeth Reese Reimer. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Which is actually my name, in case you were wondering what yeah. my legal name is. That is what it is. Oh. Um, I know, Julie Chen Moonves. She's making a statement. She's standing by her man. But it's such a, it's like, I don't understand what her intention is. Yeah, it really was. It was an odd way to go. It seemed like it was like a little bit of a, um, just trying to hold her ground and assert herself. And it seemed like a strange way to do it because it would be one thing if that was always her name to just continue to say that. Right. But she always refers to herself as Julie Chen. Right. Any, in any professional manner. I'm sure she's Mrs. Moonves at her child's. Um, school conferences, which is yeah, great. Um, but it, it was an interesting way to go, Julie. Well, I mean, I, I guess she's not going back to the talk. Yeah, do you think, think that she, she would go back? Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like it would be really awkward for her to go back to that show in any capacity. Because they would have to talk about it. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing. So that's the, the show is called The Talk. They will have to talk about this. And so if she goes back, she'll be forced to have conversations about it. And she will be in this position where if she chooses to say nothing, I don't think her co-hosts are going to let that fly. Right. And, no, you, and they've been talking all, all about it. Yeah. And I don't think she can say anything in terms of um there's probably legal action i'm sure all of her attorneys are saying you can't say a word about this yep all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's steven diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel it would be very difficult for her to go back to the talk 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And talk mm-hmm. on the talk. <sighs> I know. Um, did you guys see this? That uh, And we'll talk about Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin and their marriage business in a second. But that Henry Bindel closed all of their stores, including yes. Mall of America. So I wanted to bring this up because I know it's not necessarily celebrity gossip. But, but are they closed right now? Is it just closed? Boom? Well, I just Googled Henry Bendel Mall of America and it says closed all oh. over when I Google it. Oh, and no. so the news just came out that they were closing all of their stores, um, including Mall of America, just uh, today. And they're shuttering all of it. It's owned by this L Brands. And they had 23 Henry Bendel stores, including the Fifth Avenue flagship mm-hmm. in New York City, which was just so fun. So pretty in there. Mm-hmm. But when I looked up Mall of America, I don't know, someone can maybe confirm if they're at Mall of America. It says closed when I Google it. And they're saying come January, they will be closing all of them. Um, and, mm. you know, that's the same brand that owns Victoria's Secret, that owns Bath and Body Works. And the story from L Brands is that they want to improve profitability for the country and focus on larger brands that have greater growth potential. Bath and Body Works and Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret has 1,200 stores, and they have seen profit and sales declining. Um, and they need to design new bras. Yeah. Designing uncomfortable bras. And everything can't say pink all over it. Well, that's true. And yeah, I feel like push-up bras, some people still like them, but I think for the most part, people are steering away from that. So I think that they're probably going to focus on expanding internationally Victoria's Secrets like so many companies do. And see if somebody wants to buy a push-up bra somewhere else. The hard (laughs) thing about Victoria's Secret is that there are just so few women who look like the models that are all over Victoria's Secret. It's just... So it's so unrelatable right. for the average woman. But back to Henry Bendel, L Brands estimates that their 2018 sales and operating loss, um, excluding closing costs, will total $85 million. There'll be $85 million in the red. Jeez. But what's interesting about it is that it, what's sad, I think, is that it has such a history. So the store was founded by Henry Willis Bendel, who is a French speaking American designer in 1895 as a little shop in Greenwich Village and then relocated to the corner of 5th Avenue and 57th Street in 1912. And in 1913, Bendel introduced Coco Chanel's designs to the U.S. and employed Andy Warhol as its in-house illustrator in the 1960s. Wow. So it's just such a cool history. I remember going into Henry Bendel for the first time when I went to New York, one Mm -hmm. of the first times, and just thinking, this place is magical and I want everything in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bendel was an early pioneer in the fashion industry and the first luxury retailer to open an upper fifth Avenue address. Um, But it is closed. It's just going to be, I don't know. Dorf Goodman's. That's true. Yeah. I mean, there's not many you know, old, the old fashioned, fashioned department, department stores. stores that are very, and it was high end, but they had yeah. like, they did have like, they really, that Mall of America store was cute. It was, it was really, really cute. cute. And they didn't, it was small and they sold stuff that like you could actually, you could actually buy. <laughs> yes. I just don't know if they, cause so many of these like heritage brands, Allie Kaplan would be so interesting yeah. to talk mm-hmm. to you about this because so many of these heritage brands are doing so well. I don't know if they maybe capitalized on their story enough. No, that's a good point. That people who weren't familiar with New York didn't understand right. the historical significance of it. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, speaking of New York,
York, uh, Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin caused all sorts of a kerfuffle today. Did they cause it or did just somebody jump the gun well, over at People Magazine? Just because you're spotted going into a courthouse doesn't mean you're getting married. Exactly. You're just picking up the license. You're getting the license. <laughs> Justin and Haley showed up at a courthouse in New York City. They went to the marriage bureau yesterday. They were taken to the executive offices for VIP treatment. And then Justin was spotted crying and saying to Haley, I can't wait to marry you, baby. Oh. Yeah, no, they're going to get married. <laughs> they're going to get married. The story is that what TMZ was reporting is that they plan to marry next year, but they've had a big change of heart. They are still going to have a big party next year, but they don't want to wait that long to get married, that they will tie the knot soon, as early as next week, in a very small private ceremony. And the story is At that it may mansion? happen in Canada. Yeah, he, just, in Canada? he just bought that spot in one of the Canadian provinces. Yeah. Try to name all of them. I won't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying at the marriage bureau that they were traveling out of the country and he just bought this massive place in Ontario. So uh, sources saying that's the likely spot. Although it's kind of funny because if you get the marriage license and then you go to Canada, you kind of, you have to probably come back here and do like a civil ceremony, right? Probably. It's valid for 60 days after it's issued. Oh, it is. Yep. But you have to go to where you're getting married to get, the certificate. Yeah. I mean, if you're in the United States, I don't yeah. know. So anyway, Haley Baldwin said um, they're not married. Yeah, they're not married. They're just. I knew they weren't. When Donnie told pending. me, I said, I don't believe it. They just went, went to the courthouse to get the thing. To get the thing. I, I'm sorry. You're 21 years old. You're not going to get a, do a courthouse wedding. Now I'm, People Magazine has changed. Yeah, the of headline. course they have. But yes. Now the headline yeah. says that she's not married to Justin Bieber. Because no. she tweeted, I understand where the speculation is coming from, but I'm not married yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that Justin Bieber is going to wear a Hawaiian shirt at his wedding? He looks know. like the young Lebowski, the way he's <laughs> dressing with his dirt mustache. Scumbro. And his, yeah, and his shower sandals. And I know. The hair has got to change. Oh. Well, you know what? He is a good looking. He really yeah, is good looking. For yes, sure. he, is. he even looks good with his young Lebowski look. It's kind of hot. With the, it's a dirt stash. <laughs> okay, come on. Have a great weekend. Girl. You too, Elizabeth. Bye. Thanks so much. When we come back, we've got. Sorry, not sorry. We're happy. It's Friday. Yeah. So happy. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Julia will be back on Monday. The, the Emmys are Monday night. Not and, Sunday. Not Sunday. No. And uh, the Packers are hosting the Vikings. Yes. And it's going to be hot and sunny at Lambeau Field. My girlfriend is going. She said Green wow. Day's playing. Green, Green Day's Day? playing in Green Bay? Yeah. During the game at Lambeau Field. I guess. What? Sure. Why not? Sure. Why not? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, sports, sports, balls. balls yes. Yeah. Balls. But I mean, is that's going to be kind of a hot day for yes, football? For yes, sure. it is yeah. going to be hot yeah. and sticky. Well, as opposed to what it's usually like at Lambeau Field, where it's thirty below zero and you yeah. can't feel a darn Something. thing. Jeez. Yep. Yep. But anyway, so Joy will be back on on uh, Monday, and um, so we just got our weekend picks, and we can start with you, Donald. Oh, okay. Got a couple of movies for you. First up is a movie I have not seen, but I know Laurie saw it, Julia saw it, and you loved it. If nothing, if for nothing else, the fashion Ocean's Eight. Oh, yes, so great. Thumbs up. So okay. Now, much other than fun. the fashion, was it's it a good movie? It's just fun. Yeah, it has a really great twist in it that you don't see. It is, it is. Yeah, it's it, a good way to spend a couple a couple of hours. Yeah, it's excellent. All right. Mm-hmm. The other movie which I have seen, which was billed as the scariest movie since The Exorcist. Oh, Hereditary. And I beg to differ. What? 
Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie, was it good though? The one with Tony right. Collette? It's all right. I feel Donnie was very Is this the one with Tony Collette? Tony Collette. Yeah. Is this the one with Tony Collette? Did it have too much hype for you? Maybe. Maybe. But to compare it to The Exorcist, I thought is uh, that's hyperbole to, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's not all that scary. It, it, the last 15 minutes gets a little freaky. Okay. But the ending... I have no idea what the ending meant. Really? Not a clue. I sat there and went, what? what? That's like that book, The Cabin at the End of the Road, yeah, The Ambiguous I, Ending. I, I, <laughs> ah. Seriously, I'm going, what is this? What is this? What kind of an ending is this? Well, I don't people understand. either love or hate these kinds of endings yeah. when the ambiguity, you know? Yeah. I, so I, I, yeah, it's okay. Oh, okay. Donnie. So sorry, how guys. many stars? Two. Two, all right. Oh. Oh, sorry. All okay, right. that's it. All right. Uh, well, I God, the music was just kind of lame this weekend. Oh, I got to be no. real. Um, although there's probably Apple and and Daytime Fest going on. Yeah, I I I, I did not get those today. I apologize. But oh. here's who's playing tonight. My two uh, picks would be Laura Rain. Uh, supposed to be fantastic with her R and B group playing in the tent outside of Shaw's. Oh, that's fun. starting at six o'clock tonight. And then uh, at Palmer's Bar, you know, Cedars Riverside, Doug Otto and the Getaways are playing tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm doing this for the older people who love this band. I never knew this band, but people are crazy about them. It'll be packed in there at the Minnesota Music Cafe West Side. I don't know that. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they've either. been Sorry. around the Twin Cities for a long cover time. Band yeah, cover oh. band, really fun horns, you know, the whole nine yards. And then Sunday, uh, this would be my pick. I had this album of Love Rain King, Mr. Jones, Counting Crows are at Mystic Lake. Yeah. Everybody. And live is opening for them, I think. Yes, they live sit, is opening. Yes. So for them. if you need your mid 90s nostalgia fix, mm. I did, but don't you love that song, Mr. Jones? Even Mr. still, to their it's held up pretty well. It is held up yeah, pretty well. So. And even Rain King and Adam, Adam, whatever his Duritz. name, Duritz, he dated all the beautiful he women. Did. Oh, of course he did. Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. He got all these women, and he was like Jolie Lade. Y- yes, what? I am ugly, pretty. Sexy, ugly, yeah. mm-hmm. like that. You know, he had he, that yes, going on. He sure did. Mm-hmm. He had that going all right, for what, him. What do you, what do you <laughs> got? Um, all right. Well, this is a big opening. Uh, I heard a lot of foodies talking about this in the past couple of days. But Keg and Case is a new culinary market in the Schmidt building in St. Paul. It is now open today. So there, I don't think the sit down restaurant is open in there just yet, but there's lots of local vendors and foodstuffs and it's supposed to be a really great experience. And apparently they've knocked it out of the park. Really? Yes. Because we don't really so, have a lot of food halls here in no, Minneapolis, St. Paul's. Not yet, at so, all. Not at all. So this is, and having just been in Paris and gone to several food halls, they are amazing. Yes. And so that's that, really fun. That's cool. Yeah, so that's open right now. Um, also, Open Streets Minneapolis is happening uh, on West Broadway. So it's happening on West Broadway from Penn Avenue North to Lindale Avenue North in Minneapolis. And those are always fun where they close off the streets and you can bike up and down, bring your kids in there. And yeah. it, it's going to be 90 degrees. It's going to be hot. You're going to want to enjoy it because it's going to be 30 below sooner than you think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, well, Donnie, it's the truth. <laughs> Now we need to. Do you have any uh, pickup lines for us? For this oh, yes. Oh, because yes. it's going to be hot outside yeah. and we're going to be. 
I, I do. I do have a. Uh, I did do some um, pickup lines here for you today. You. I selected. I thought you would like appreciate this brand name pickup lines. How Ooh. to incorporate? You know <laughs> what? Bring you know names. Brand names? Like, brand names like Kleenex, Kleenex, oh, okay. Starbucks, uh, Pizza Hut, Burger King. <laughs> oh my god! You know, if you really want to be a name dropper and drop some brand names in your pickup lines. I really, oh. these really got some doozies for you. So we're may, ready. Maybe you're at the case and keg. Is that what it's called? Yes, it is. Tomorrow. And uh, you happen to see somebody that, you know, you'd like to say this to, Holly. <laughs> um, do I? Do I? <laughs> do I? <laughs> uh, let me see. Okay, she's looking for a clean one. I'm looking one. for something. I really am. <laughs> um, I would know that you could do so many um, things with um, <laughs> things with with brand names. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna forget it. I can't find anything that'll right. work can't for the say, case and keg. That's fine. So just say. We're you, out and about this weekend, yeah. and we're walking yeah. um, along the street. Well, I don't Plenty know. of brain na- brand names are on the or street. Or what if you're at one of these places? Great. Okay. okay. We're someplace. Where are we going first, Lori? Dick's Sporting, sporting God. Goods. God. <laughs> <laughs> do you work at? Do you work here at Dick's? Because oh. you're sporting the goods. <laughs> oh, no. Why not? There's a lot of cute guys at Dick's. Every time I've ever had to go there for crap for my dad, it's nothing but dudes in there. That's true. That's true. That is true. Thank you, Lori. Now, where are we going to next? Let's go to Pizza Hut. Fantastic. Oh, no. yeah. We are at Pizza Hut. And you turn to somebody and say, do you like Pizza Hut? Because... I'll stuff your crust. <laughs> That's terrible. Ew. Okay, how about this? You don't have to be... Okay, if you were a burger at McDonald's, you'd be a McGorgeous. That's fine. That's cute, that's, right? That's cute okay. and acceptable. That's, that's a cute. Okay, um, you're at Home Depot and you go up to like the cutest guy that you've ever seen in your life, and Orange you say, do, "Do you do you work here at Home Depot?" And they'll say yes or no, and then you could say. I guess this is going to be for her gay boyfriends because you're giving me wood. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. There you go. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, that's all right. Yeah, okay. Now, this one. Do you work at Subway because you're giving me a foot long? Oh. I don't know about that. <laughs> I feel like maybe <laughs> Subway doesn't want to have that joke. <laughs> yeah, no. Here's the cute one. Do you, are, do you work at Starbucks? Because I like you a latte. Well, that's cute. Let's see. Did I already say, do you like Kellogg's want to frost my flakes? No. no, but I can. All right. All right. Let's yeah. see. Well, let me find one more. If I can really, um, let me see. How about if I, how about if I dip my wild wings in your buffalo sauce? Sick, Lori. <laughs> Sick. Dip my wild wings <laughs> in your buffalo, in your sauce. buffalo I sauce. I like that one. If you're a wild wings, you got to no. use that one. Promise me, people. Um, oh. Let's see. Did you just come from KFC because your thighs and your breasts just gave me a Trump stick? Well, okay, I didn't even understand that. <laughs> say, say it again. Come on said, yeah, did, say, did you just come from KSC? These are terrible. Finish because your thighs and breasts just gave me a drumstick. Oh. 
<laughs> That's just dumb. That is just ridiculous. <laughs> um, let me get. I gotta get. Gotta cleanse our palate um, from that last one because it was so bad. Are you McDonald's? Because you're going straight to my thighs. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> wow. That was a little delay there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, these are really... Okay. My, girl, I'm an American Express lover. You shouldn't go home without me. Okay, that's cute. That's, yeah, a, cute one. that's a great yeah. palate cleanser. Yeah. There we go. We're there done. We yes. I hope I've helped somebody. Well. Especially those who are going to eat Kentucky Fried Chicken tonight. <laughs> or Wild Wings. Like, that's true. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with Favorite Headlines. Let's go buy khaki pants at the Gap, guys. Going to the mall. I think this would be a fun show. I I, I think it would be I, too. I can't remember if I've ever seen the Counting Crows. I feel like I have. I'd have to look in my box like of ticket stubs. They that, must have played yeah, the Basilica have, Block part or maybe, something, something like that. Where yeah. they would be organic. Yes, on the you're, you're totally correct. Anyway, people will be having fun at that. Uh, favorite headline today was, uh, does Robert Wagner know more about Natalie Wood's death? Of course he does. Of course he does, And please. what happened yesterday and today, I haven't had a chance to get into it, but, you know, Natalie's sister, Lana, was on Dr. Phil. I saw Maybe that she was on Dr. Phil. something good. Every once in a while, something good can come out of Dr. Phil's show. And Every she can, once in a while? <laughs> yes. And she has video, she has footage of her confronting Robert Wagner. I've seen it. <gasps> did you? Yes, I've I have that seen that footage. I don't know if it's new stuff. Now, I did read a blind item concerning yeah. the death of Natalie Wood, and that basically there's an, there could be enough evidence out there, that be, but people don't want to do the work mm-hmm. behind it to mm-hmm. make charges perhaps formal. Of some of some kind of way. Now there is a new podcast out. Yes, about that, and I've listened to a little bit of it, and, and it's good. Like if you have don't know anything about what happened to Natalie Wood that night, it's a good refresher yeah, yeah. to get familiar with the story. Right, Robert Wagner, Christopher Walken, multi part podcast. It mm-hmm. is. What does he know? Christopher Walken and Robert, yeah. they know everything. I Although know. remember, people get blackout drunk. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the captain. Davern. Anyway, it's been an obsession of mine forever. <laughs> really? Yeah, what? Really. <laughs> Didn't know that. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, Julie Chen sticking it to CBS by using her married name. She did it on Big Brother. I'm Julie Chen Moonves. That's right. Um, uh, I hope uh, CBS fires you, Julie Chen. I mean, Julie Chen Moonves. Oh, excuse sorry. me. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that. I mean, I don't know, though, really, it would be. But you said you think she knows that he's been this way and that he's vindictive. And and because, I mean, I did even read the, I mean, yeah, he, she got Holly Robinson, Pete, and Leah Remini fired from the talk. The only, she just had to go to her husband and say, I can't stand these two broads. Yeah, well, and the reason that she was a panelist on the talk in the first place was yeah. probably that, hey, Sarah She's Gilbert, the moderator. The moderator. The reason that you're the moderator on this, we're only speculating, but we yeah. were born at night, but yeah. not last night. But, Denial is, is, is not oh, just a yeah, river in Egypt. Go. Good one. Yeah. Good one. I, she, I, now that understands what it means. Now that I know. Uh, but there's a clip, and I'll have to find it because... <laughs> (laughs) it resurfaced uh, last week 
or the week before, whenever last week, actually, when the story broke about Les Moonves corrupting Janet Jackson's career as a result of Nipplegate and Julie Chen talking about Nipplegate on the talk last year regarding Justin Timberlake's return to the, the Super the Bowl. Janet didn't apologize Janet, enough. Yes. In the way that Julie Chen frames that story, she speaks like a person who has inside information. Mm-hmm. Well, she did. And she did. Now we know. Yeah. yeah. And also, not only did she have inside information, but she was totally okay with what happened. Yeah. So I mean, he got it. it he he trashed her career. It took her a ten years. Yes. He took away out of her career, not just her career, but lots of other people's. But and then she signs off with Moonves, like I am here, sticking with him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, Julie. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see how. I mean, fine, good for you. But she'll see if she signs off that way on Sunday night on Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be interesting. Yeah, right? we'll have to watch for that. But I mean, I don't. It just seems like dumb BS on her part. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, like she's letting. What some kind of a moral stand now that she's using the the name she hasn't used in nineteen years on the air? Yeah. I, it's yeah, like the weirdest stake in the ground <laughs> kind of a flag situation. Yeah. It's like yeah, what? Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Uh, Prince William confused Japanese food with Chinese food during an event this week. Well, well, you know, haven't we all? No, no well, I don't know. Haven't. He was. What was he doing? Let me just see here. <laughs> he's he he's gotten back to work is what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> about time. It's about time. And uh, the school year has started for Prince George, the nursery school. And he opened up the Japan House in London. It's a Japanese cultural center. And William did the opening. And they invited L- London school kids to come. And there was sushi and kid-friendly, kid-friendly activities. Now, I'm just going to say for a fact that unless you're like some kind of, you know, uh, bougie, highfalutin kid, you do not eat sushi. No. Correct. No. Lori, absolutely no. correct. I don't think I ate sushi until I at least was in late high school. And that was a very special treat going to Chicago on a big trip. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at these kids. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, well, somebody should recovered. have given him better notes. Yeah, there you go. Yeesh. That's just like, don't be serving sushi to kids. Come on. I love chow mein. Okay, we're going back to the 80s. Tiffany, this is going to get pretty high here, so brace yourselves. Bring it down a lot. Sing along with us.